Welcome to another episode of the Faith Factor Podcast. I am your host, Bishop K. Grace and peace. Today I want to come from Matthew 8, verses 18 through 22. And it reads, Now when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to go over to the other side. And a scribe came up and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. Beloved, today I want to come from uh, the key verse 21. Then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me go first bury my father. And I want to come from the thought of just one word and that is now now but first let me give you the context of this scripture a scribe also called a teacher of the law approached Jesus would be unusual because the scribes were often Jesus's opponents in the Gospels. The scribes were legal specialists and interpreters of the law. However, a part of his evangelistic purpose, Matthew showed that at least one scribe recognized Jesus' authority and wanted to be a disciple. A scribe, this scribe, did uh, address Jesus as teacher or rabbi and explained that he wanted to follow Jesus wherever he went. The words I will follow you were not just the words of a disciple to a rabbi. A rabbi's disciples followed him by observing the rabbi in his daily task, as well as sitting under and living by his teachings. Jesus' words to the scribe were more like a challenge than a rebuke or invitation when he told him that foxes have holes and birds have the air. And Jesus focused on the requirements of true discipleship. Jesus did not dash about the countryside attempting to get as many followers as possible. He wanted true followers who understood the cost of following him. People were certainly enthusiastic about Jesus' miracle working ability. Jesus did not want them to follow him without commitment. To be Jesus' disciple, a person must be willingly Put aside worldly security. To follow Jesus wherever he would go, as the scribes said, would mean a willingness to give up home and security. In the context of Jesus' present ministry, to follow him meant to be constantly on the move, bringing his message to the people in many places. 
We do not know whether this scribe actually chose to follow. Matthew was focusing on Jesus' words about radical discipleship. Here, for the first time, Matthew recorded Jesus calling himself Son of Man. This was an Old Testament name for the Messiah and was Jesus' favorite designation for himself. The expression occurs 81 times in the Gospels. Calling himself the Son of Man, Jesus was pointing to himself as the Messiah without using that term which had become loaded with militaristic expectations in the minds of many Jews. But I like this part of verse 21 when it said, Then another of his disciples said to him, Lord, let me go first bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Follow me and let the dead bury their own. Now, beloved, this scribe wanted to follow Jesus, but Jesus reminded him the cost of discipleship. This man also expressed commitment. But Jesus tested his level of commitment. This man apparently wanted to follow Jesus, whom he called Lord, which was another polite way of addressing a leader or senior. But he wanted to first return home to bury his father. In ancient cultures, this was a sacred responsibility. It is possible that this disciple was not asking permission to go to his father's funeral, but rather to put off following Jesus until after his father had died. Perhaps he was the firstborn son who wanted to be sure to claim his inheritance. Perhaps he did not want to face his father's wrath if he left the family business to follow an itinerant preacher. Whether his concern was fulfilling a duty, financial security, family approval, or something else, he did not want to commit himself to Jesus just yet. Jesus sensed this reluctance in his follower and challenged him to consider that his commitment had to be completely without reservation. <laughs> if this man truly desired to follow Jesus, he would not wait until he had to fulfill all his traditional responsibilities. Jesus was not advising that children disregard family responsibilities. Rather, Jesus was responding to this disciple's qualifying use of the word first. Jesus must always come first, then all other human loyalties. Jesus' directive was not heartless, but he called the man to examine his primary loyalty. Brothers and sisters, often our struggle as Christians is not in deciding whether we should obey Christ, but in obeying immediately. We may acknowledge our need to follow Christ and commit ourselves to what he has told us. Yet, when God reveals his will to us, that is the time to obey. God's revelation of his will is his invitation to respond immediately. Some would-be disciples pledge their willingness to follow Jesus, but they told him that they were not ready yet. In Jesus' day, a Jewish man was expected to care for his elderly parents until he died. One man wanted to wait until his father died before going with Jesus. This would be an honorable delay. 
The man had to choose between this important responsibility and heeding a call from the Lord. Yet God knew this man and he knew this man's father. God would have taken care of the man's father if he only would have followed Jesus. This was an opportunity to walk with the Son of God, yet the concerns of this life were competing for priority with obedience to God. Beloved, our timing, our obedience is crucial. Invitation from God come with a limited opportunity to respond. Some opportunities to serve Him, if not accepted immediately, will be lost. Occasions to minister to others may pass us by. When God invites us to intercede for someone, it may be critical that we stop what we are doing and immediately adjust our lives to do what God is doing. Missing opportunities to serve the Lord can be tragic. Beloved, when an invitation comes from God, the time to respond is now. Let me pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come as humble as I know how. And God, I want to say thank you, God, for the mercies, God, for the opportunities and for the grace that you have given us. And God, I ask right now in the name of Jesus, God, that whatever has taken priority in our lives, God, Father God, you will give us a faith, God, that will not shrink to obey your voice and respond immediately. Oh God, I ask right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you will continue to go before us and make our crooked places straight, that you will continue to open a gate that no man can shut. And God, I ask God that whatever the devices and the tools that the enemy is using, God, the weapons may form against us, but they will not prosper. Oh, God, we glorify your name today. We give you all the honor, God. Lord, I ask that you will bless those who are sick and afflicted with infections and diseases and illnesses, God. Father God, for your word declares that you were wounded for our transgression. You were bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon you and by your stripes we are healed. God, I thank you right now for healing of the mind, the body, and the soul. Oh God, I ask God that you will continue, God, to order our steps in your word, God. Oh Father God, continue, God, to give us the peace that passes all understanding that shall guard our hearts and our minds. God, I ask that you will bless our families, God. Father God, that you will bless us, God, in our going and our coming. Oh, God, that you will continue, God, to, to give us the grace, God, that is undeserving, God. Oh, God, we just glorify your name. We magnify your name because you are worthy of all glory and all praise. And God, under the sound of my voice today, God, this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, God, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you will deliver them from them all. And God, I just glorify you for being a good, good father, God, for being a healer, God, for being a mind regulator, for being a, a, a lifter of our head, a buckler, a shield, God. Oh, Father God, we just glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, that is my time. Uh, remember that I love you and God does too. Until the next episode of the Faith Factor Podcast, I love you.